1: Welcome to the My Gastric Sleeve Podcast with your host, Nima Karazi. Nima is just a regular guy who had the gastric sleeve surgery, and this is his story. He is not a doctor. This podcast is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you have medical questions, ask your doctor. Now let's get into it.
2: Hello and welcome to the My Gastric Sleeve Podcast. I'm your host, Nima Karazi, and this is my journey. Today, I know we're supposed to do a recap of April, but instead I thought it would be really cool if we just did a really great interview follow up with Anthony, our former guest. Now, I love Anthony. I know you all very much love Anthony. So I just thought this would be a really great way to, uh, kind of kick off the, the month of May with, uh, with an interview with Anthony. Uh, he decided that he would, he would come on and, and talk about his journey so far and, and what he's done, how much weight he's lost, how he's feeling overall, all the great things and fun things that he's doing. So I'm really excited to talk to him about all this fun stuff. And he's really excited as well. So we're gonna have all this conversation. We're gonna discuss a million things and we're just gonna get right into it because we just started chatting. I just hit record and we just started talking about Running and we, I mean, I tried to stay on on track as much as I could, but I don't think I did a very good job. So, thank you for your patience. Thank you for listening. I appreciate all of you, and I hope you enjoy this episode of me and Anthony catching up. And, uh, sorry for the poor sound quality. Uh, it's, uh, just, you know, it's what happens when you record on two different coasts. He's in New York, and I'm all the way in LA now. Uh, this is this episode, so I uh, I really hope that you enjoy it. The next episode, episode 34, is going to be a recap of Europe. It's going to be a recap of England and Ireland uh, all together, so... Uh, stay tuned for that one that's going to be really great and wonderful and I'm going to do that one with the lovely Michelle so that'll be really great too I know everybody really loves Michelle so she's going to be on that episode so in the meantime enjoy this episode and here it is my interview update with Anthony Durante episode 33. You know you know it's funny I run every day five days a week I run a mile and a half And lately I've been, this week I was doing two a days at two miles. So I've been doing four miles total. When I went to go buy new shoes, the lady was asking me, do you run a lot? And I said, not a lot. She goes, how far are you running? And I go, a mile and a half. She's like, that's not that big of a deal. I go, five days a week. She goes, you're running a mile and a half, five days a week. I go, yeah, does that make a difference? She's like, the mileage on the shoe is what makes, it's like a tire. So it's that does make a
1: difference. It's rubber, yeah, right. It's rubber to the the buddy. That's all it is. <laughs> That's awesome, though, man. Were you ever like that, like before? No. Like when you were younger?
2: No, I wish. I wish I That's so awesome. I wish I cared enough when I was younger to have that, but I just never. It,
1: it yeah. Wow. I wish I could get that. I have not. I still haven't done any exercise. I keep a 15 pound dumbbell behind me on the floor and I'll pop, pick that up. And I'll, especially when I'm mad, I'll be bopping it between my hands and you know what I mean? But that, that's about as far as I've been going so far, but but it's working, you know, when they, when you rip your stomach out, it doesn't matter what the hell you do, right? You're going to lose weight for a certain amount of time. So you, which surgery did you have? I don't remember. So it's called a sleeve. So, but it's, it, they cut it out, and they leave uh, like a four-ounce pouch, which is like a sleeve. Yeah. So that's what I got. Yeah, that's the same as me. Ben. Yeah. And – Yeah, some people call it something different, right?
2: Yeah, they, I don't, I don't there's know. a – they call it a – there's a vertical streave – vertical sleeve. There's like a – they call it a VSG, vertical sleeve gastronomy or gastrectomy. I, I don't
1: know. I don't speak that level of English. Yeah, all I know is it's no no backsies. <laughs> that's right. Well, that's big enough, you know. So yeah, no, everything's been going good. It's it's strange, but it's good, you know. How you been? Are you are you? Did you hit your? I know you were get trying to get down to a certain weight, right?
2: Man, that two forty won't
1: won't leave me alone. It keeps calling me. f four. Yeah, but is that because of your friggin? All the running you're doing, are you your your thighs must be massive, man. They, is that what it you means? know? What it is? It's. I'll be perfectly honest
2: with you. It's a little bit of sure I'm building some muscle, but it's also a little bit of I'm I'm not being a hundred percent with my food. I'm still oh. eating, you know, more than I should. You know, I'm I'm trying to like take half the food away put it in a tupperware oh good my cat's visiting put it in a tupperware and and you know keep it in the fridge and and not really have to deal with it but then you know two hours later i'm feeling noshy and i go back to the fridge and i'm i'm eating look it's better than before because before it was like you know when when my wife was like can you bring home dinner i was like no problem and then i would eat something um, on the way to picking up dinner, and then come home and eat dinner, and then still have dessert. Huh? Listen, man, you,
1: you know who you're talking to. <laughs> I was the same freaking <laughs> way. I would eat a meal going to get a meal. Terrible, terrible. When I look back at what I did, what I used to eat, it's so nuts. To think now that I I, I have to remember it now, it's so. What a different world, you know. Uh, the one thing I do find now is. Um, I got a couple of friends at work that uh, they play Fortnite. There's a video game Fortnite, and you all can play together. Now, video games to me was Super Mario Brothers, right? So I had yeah. Super Mario Brothers, you know, in eighty something, to now I'm playing Fortnite with the guys, and and I find you ever hear of pirate booty? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's like a, an almost healthy cheese, right? Yeah, I've been pounding those like like they're nothing. You know, I'll have like a, a, a little solo cup of, of uh, pirate booty, you know? But and that and that's me cheating, you know? Yeah. Like I'll have that as I'm playing with these guys after the baby goes to bed. So but that's it. As far as that goes, as far as food goes, I still haven't gotten back the cravings, luckily, knock on wood. You know? And uh, so I'm not there yet, but um, but I still got a long way to go with weight, so
2: how did you how did you even decide to get the sleeve or w- or was it more decided for you?
1: Uh you know, my heart doctor said I gotta do something. So when I had the pacemaker put in, I lost initially like seventy five pounds. It was all water that my body was retaining. So when I lost that weight I just started gaining I guess where the water was fat, you know, and I was, you know, I got, I was a little depressed, you know, I, I was having a hard time dealing with a pacemaker. So I, my, my, my cardiologist is awesome. He suggested, a, uh, go to a therapist. So I did that and, you know, it helped me out a lot. And then, then when I started gaining all the way back, it gained like almost a hundred pounds in like eight months oh. after the pacemaker, after I had the stomach issue. And um, he said, "You're gonna you, you end up dead if you don't do something." He said, "Do the bariatric surgery." I was like, "But, but I have a pacemaker, won't that mess things up?" No, <laughs> he goes like, "Go get the, go go through it." And I, and then I started research. That's how I found you. I started research, and there was no podcasts. I was googling as much as I can, and then and then you just started. I think, yeah, I think, or you were into it a couple of months. And I just started listening to you. And that was, I think you made the decision for me, actually. <laughs> you made the decision because my buddy at work said, don't do it. Yeah, watch you lose weight before you can do it. You know, that's drastic. You're crazy. You know, my mother was like, You're, you, you wouldn't need to eat. You know, and that's why I'm over, four, with over 400 pounds. Um, you know, and, and I listened to your story and, and you seem normal. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and and like you, did, I told you, I think we, we talked about this. I told you it was like something, in, something in you're what you said made me do it. And I called the doctor the next day. I, I listened to like three of your podcasts. I called the doctor the next day and I was like, let's start this ball rolling. What do I do? He referred me to the surgeon. I went down. I met him. He's a real Rough guy, which I like.
0: <laughs> I mean, he
1: he tells it like it is, man. It was really just my favorite. It's funny because when I, when I look up, you know, sometimes they're like he, you know, he he'll bluntly tell you, you know, you know, people can't handle that. You know, you're fat. Yeah. You know, some people can't handle hearing that for some reason. But no, he was really comfortable. He was really cool, and I went, you know, I went through that ridiculous process, man. You know, going to five thousand doctors, getting poke, prodded, things shoved down your throat, up your ass, whatever the hell. <laughs> oh wait, tell your dad I'm sorry. We're, we're, we might curse a little bit here. <laughs> tell him, tell him in advance. I apologize. I'm going to, I'm to tell him
2: correct. to, I'm I'm tell him to skip this one
1: altogether. Yeah, skip this podcast. But yeah. I'm going to try not to curse. Just ram. Okay.
2: No, no, don't worry about it. He he got two good episodes.
1: He's he's yes, fine. That that was pretty cool. That you he didn't did even that. notice. Yeah, okay. that guy. <laughs> but I, I'm gonna do my best, all right. So, but uh yeah, so that was it, and then and then I went with it because of my my heart situation. I didn't have to um, I didn't have to jump through hoops. Essentially, you know, I had the major issue, and they, you know, they, you know, it bumped me up, you know, and I I think it was like a four month process.
2: That's amazing.
1: And then boom. And here I am. I think I talked to you when I was in the waiting room. I was about to leave, remember? (laughs) Didn't I say it was a pizza place down the street? Yeah, that's right. I think that's what it was. I was like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. And they called my name. I was like,
2: (laughs) How long has it been since you had your surgery?
1: October 21st. So this is going to be six months. This this 21st is going to be six months.
2: So how do you feel six months in?
1: I'm glad. I'll say I'm. I'm very glad I did it. I'm very happy. I lost. I got to look at the thing, but I think I'm a hundred and ten pounds. Hundred and twelve pounds. Jesus. Now. I mean, I got a lot to go though. You know, I got another seventy something pounds to go. I think. I I my 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 goal weight to the for, for the the doctor the uh, surgeon says I should be around two fifty. And uh, how tall are you? I'm five eleven and a half half inch off but that's when he wants to see me out five five he wants to see me at 250 and then we re re reevaluate there he said i'm setting your goal weight is 250 so that way i guess when you get to a certain weight then the timer starts if i maintain that then i can get surgery for the skin whatever skin that's going to come off so i don't know Uh, i
2: haven't started that conversation yet but i'm I'm gonna to go to Europe and come back, and then I'm gonna
1: have that convo with my doctor. Um, I think I think it's all, I mean, that's gonna get you to your goal weight and below it, right?
2: It is, and you know what? It's uh, all the all the groups in Facebook when you when you look at them when they talk about the 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 gastric surgery. They're like, yeah, it sucked for like two days, and then I was fine. When they talk about the skin removal surgery, they're like, this is a motherfucker. This, like, I had to sleep in a chair sitting up for three days. I fucking had to drain my nipples and shot. I'm like, what the fuck is
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I could do that. But I I guess you got to see, you know, how much you can handle what you look like. You know, some people, you know, I'm telling you, like, when when I told you, you know, you sent me the picture of me. I, yeah, I didn't really see it. You know what I mean? I can't. I don't know what it is. Your eyes can't see the difference. I know. I mean, I'm down. I'm down a few pant sizes. You know, yeah. I'm down into forty sixes. I was over fifty. I I had the fat guy maternity pants. You know, like yeah. you go to like big and tall. I don't know if you have big and tall out there. Oh yeah, yeah <laughs> I call them big and fat. And <laughs> it was like maternity pants, or so you pull them up right, and they say forty. Like they said fifties, but I was easily. Stretching those bad boys out to 52s and 54s. I was I was definitely testing that thing out. And now I'm into regular 46s. And this shirt is, not, you know, uh, I guess a 5X. I mean, you're 3, swimming in it. A 4 or a 5XLT, depending on where I got the shirt from. Now I'm into a regular regular 3XL, you know, but I don't know. It's very strange. It is like strange. It's, it's a weird feeling. This whole this whole situation. Number one, it happened so fast. Yeah. And I had, honestly, no rough times. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. normal. You know what I mean? to <laughs> me, it's not normal. Shit always goes wrong, dude. I can I walk to the bathroom right now. I'll stop my toe. I'm <laughs> just saying everything went good, you know? Yeah. And, and it, it wasn't hard. It's if anybody's listening that wants to do this, it's like I'm telling you, this. I have I do have a high tolerance for pain. I will say that I never had to take any kind of any kind of pills afterwards. I took Tylenol for a couple of days. I, I, I felt fine. The gas was a little crazy up in your shoulder. Oh, yeah, that was weird, you know. But up by the
2: down, shoulder, you get that weird twinge in the shoulder.
1: Yeah, it was. It was so weird, but other than that, the, the hardest part was learning how to eat food right. That was the biggest difficulty. I still have a difficulty like, if I'm making dinner for like my wife and kids, I'm I'm eating, I'm just tasting more than yeah. my four ounces of protein. You know, it, it's terrible. It's, and
2: then, somebody yeah. mentioned that to me and they said that after the surgery, they didn't realize how often they were taste, testing the food while they were cooking. The way that they found out was by the time they served the family, they were full and they couldn't eat for like two hours.
1: That's how I am. That's it. And it's nuts, man. It's 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 just crazy. It's I'm very happy. I I, I discovered uh, soup again. I've been trying to have soup. Right. <laughs> it's like what the hell is this? I'm like, oh, I don't know. it's it's it's, it's a good thing. This is a this was a very this was a lifesaver for me, number one. Right? With my heart, I needed to get the weight off, and I'm it was a lifesaver. So I'm very happy. I can bend down and pick my kid up now. You know, you know, it's like I, it's not hard getting off the couch. You know, I can get up off the I used to have to do the the, the rock of shame. <laughs> and the rock, like, that carcass up off the couch. It's terrible, dude. Come on, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, absolutely. You know, I mean, it was like
2: the embarrassing handout, waiting for a friend to come
1: and support <laughs> you to get you up off that couch, yeah. hoping they would just offer, and they're like, "No, I'm not blowing my bag out." Like, but like, I think you said, wasn't it you? You said in the podcast, like you like there would be a remote on the other a table, and you'd be like it, I'm not changing this. Yeah, thing. that's I mean, right. Yeah. Same thing with me, man. Like I used to dread just walking, and and now it's you know at the end of the night walk, I I I have two floors in my house, so I go up the flight of stairs, and that was a chore at 450 <laughs> pounds. That was a pretty chore, man. It's still it's still not a cakewalk. I'm not. I'm yeah. Not gonna lie, but but it, it you know, it's it's just crazy the difference in going to be six months. I still
2: yell out shit every time I forget something upstairs because I work upstairs. And I'll come downstairs and my wife will be like, hey, do you have your phone? I'm like, shit. And then I'll run upstairs, get my phone, come back down. She's like, great. And then did you bring your plate down? I'm like, shit. And so three times, four times I keep. But then I just think to myself, like, look at me going up and down these fucking stairs. That's awesome. yeah,
1: right. It was only one time I would be up and down the stairs, morning and then night. That yeah, that's right. I would keep, and this is terrible. I would keep my shorts in on the in hidden on the first floor. So when I come home from work, I take my pants off and I put my shorts on. You know, yeah. Because I wouldn't want to walk up those stairs. What is, yeah.
2: I mean, all the hacks, the things that we did to to compensate for not doing the things that we're able to do now. I mean, this is the crazy thing, right? Right now, you're six months in. Six months from now, I can't wait to see where you're at because the person that you are right now and you're like, this is amazing. Six months from now, Anthony is going to be like, that guy had no idea how much better it could get.
1: Yeah, well, I got the thing is I got to start exercising. I got to get that going because how long can this really happen? How long can this go on for? I'm essentially eating myself, I guess. I mean, how, how long can that continue, right? I mean, I don't know. You know, I, I asked my doctor that. I mean, and that's not the way to look at it. You need to start exercising. I'm like, yeah, you're right. I know. And I have to do it. So i got to bite the bullet
2: and do it. So what do you – I mean, exercise-wise, and, and I've talked about this a couple times on the show, where it's like people have a tendency to think that they – That they need to do a certain thing a certain way or they need to be, like, super passionate about running or whatever. I just kind of fell into it and I love it. I also love riding my bike and hiking. Like, hiking is a really big thing for me. You're in New York. So, there's, like, there's so much nature, especially where you're at because you're not in the city proper, right?
1: No, no. I'm up. I'm in an hour.
2: Yeah. So, is that a thing that you're into, like, hiking and nature and shit? Or are you more of a treadmill...
1: Watch the soaps, kind of guy. All right, here's the deal. I live on four acres. All right. Jesus. I'm scared shit of the woods. <laughs> all right. I have, a, you know, my family, my everybody makes fun of me, man. I, 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 I can walk through the city and the Bronx anytime at night, but I <laughs> when it's dark out, man. I'm when I, mean, I pull into my driveway because I keep my car out of the driveway, out of the garage. I, I dart. That's what I'm running. <laughs> we got a. We had a bear come. I'll send you pictures. Remind me. A, a bear just walked up. <laughs> with my garbage can. About. My wife was like, "Oh, look at the bear!" I'm like, "Look at the bear!" Like, it was humongous. I was, I was dying. I was, you know, like so. Like I, I always said when we, when I lose this weight, we're gonna start because she loves the hype. and like, she's like, "Yeah, we can just go right in the backyard and." There's supposedly a stream in my backyard. Someplace. Oh, lovely. I, don't know. <laughs> I never made it past that. I, I made it about 10 feet into the woods. And then I slowly <laughs> backed out because I heard <laughs> something. Like yep. Yeah, I don't know what's in there. But no, yeah, we live by like the Appalachian Trail. And like my 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 neighborhood, they're so into like fitness. It's so stupid. They, they They put – they spend all this taxpayer dollars on – they put walking paths. I'm like, can we just push a lot holes and never mind the friggin' walking path? I mean, please. Who the hell really does that stuff? I guess guys like you. I mean, I don't
2: know. I'm in Santa Clarita, which is like very North Valley, and there's so many bike paths, and there's so many trails to go running, and everything is kind of like interloped with each other that you could honestly go 15, 20 miles easy without ever going on a street and just staying on a trail That's and awesome. being safe. There's no lights, nothing. So once it's dark, you're fucked. Yeah, fuck
1: that. Fuck that. That's not Yeah. True. No way. I can't where they are. And, <laughs> and right?
2: I go out. I went on a bike ride a couple weeks ago and these little kids, you know, kids are my favorite because they tell you all the things adults don't, they have adults have filters for, but the kids don't have filters yet. So this little girl was like, Oh, we saw a bear today. And I went, excuse me. She goes, we saw a bear. I go like on the, like in your cartoon on the TV. She's like, no, in the backyard, there was a little bear. And then a week ago we saw a bobcat. And I was like, how does this, she, this girl must have been 10 years old if she was a day. I didn't know what a bobcat was until I was like 15. To be honest with you, I didn't know that a bobcat and a lynx are the same fucking animal until less than a year ago when my wife told me.
1: <laughs> I'm terrible, dude.
2: Because their tail is bobbed, get it? I didn't fucking I didn't ever put that. that together.
1: Yeah, I didn't know there was a lynx existed. You just taught me something <laughs> I know we have Bob because we have Bobcats in our woods. We have Bobcats. We have coyotes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And we have like bunny rabbits and squirrels and all these different birds and shit. But this girl was like, we saw a Bobcat and we saw a bear and there's rattlesnakes. And I'm like, what the Where Do we live in the same city? You're walking to a zoo. It's, It's dangerous, man. And she's just so happy go lucky about it. I'm like, I'm like looking at her dad, like. Y'all saw a bear today, huh? And he's like, yeah, it was crazy. We had to stay in the house for like an hour before the bear fucked off. And I was like, in the – I don't – I mean sell the house, man. You know what I mean? That's that's his house. That's the bear's house now.
1: <laughs> yeah, no shit. I would – I was up on the top floor looking down I'm like, don't <laughs> mean climb. This is unnecessary. Give it whatever it wants. Actually, don't, because it's going to come back again. What the hell? Oh, my God. It's crazy, man. It really is. But, yeah, so that's that's my – that's more kind of where we live. It's, it's crazy. And she kind of grew up upstate New York. So they had – their family – her family has, like, cabins in the Adirondack Mountains. And, you know, I tried to make like I was tough and say, yeah, I'll come camping with you.
2: <laughs>
1: like, Shit, my pants. Scary,
2: man. Yeah, I never got into camping. I know there's a lot of people that joke about it a lot, but I, I just, I never, I never liked it. I never got into it. And also, having sleep apnea, it's like a very dangerous thing to, to go and sleep at night. But yeah, we, we, I think we went camping one time, and I had a my special chair that was like built for like 500 pounds plus. Yeah, yeah. back. I, yeah, I got it from like DXL, which is our big and tall out here. Yeah, yeah. I was walking around doing a couple laps and I came back and there was this little skinny mini chick. One of these, one of my friends had brought some girl he was like seeing on the side and he's like, oh, And then this girl's sitting in my chair. And I was like, uh, hey, I'm so sorry. Would you mind terribly sitting in like literally any other chair? Yeah. And my friends being a dick to me, like, "You are you kicking this girl out of this chair? What is wrong with you? I thought you were a gentleman. And I was like, listen to me. I'm 400 pounds. If I sit in anyone else's chair, I'm going to break that chair. This girl weighs a toothpick and a half, soaking wet. Yeah, she could sit anywhere. She can sit on a twig. She's good.
1: Yep, that's exactly it. That's it's funny because I I could never explain to people like like I started sit like why I didn't want to go out to eat. Look, I can't fit in a booth. I can't. You know, I'm worried about where I'm yes. going to sit, man. Are there tables available? Now we got to wait an hour because, you know, all they have is boots. You know? you know what I mean? Skinny people don't get it, you know? No. There's a lot of crap we have to deal with. I mean, granted, we did it to ourselves, but it, it puts a lot of stress. If you're not a strong person, it could, it could really deflate you, you know?
2: You really kind of go inside after a while. Cause you just don't want to deal with yeah. all the things that you have to deal with with that
1: capacity. Yeah. Well, I had the problem with I used to, I love I still do love going to concerts, but I stopped because sitting in these chairs sometimes, man, and especially when you you know the the music I like to watch go see nowadays is is, is you know it's usually in theaters. You know, old yeah. theaters out here. I don't know if it's like that by you, but you know, these theaters were made back you know 100 200 years ago when people were not my size you know what i mean so like a regular average person today is tight you know now i'm trying to sit in these seats so i'm either i sneeze i'm going to blow out three people you know what I mean? <laughs> i'm going to be the person left behind me and i'm taking everybody out around me you know so i stopped going you know i stopped, i only went to like standing room only concerts yeah you know? And,
2: and even that's hell on your feet because you got to stand for three yeah. fucking hours for the opening act to finish before
1: the main yeah. headliner shows up. Exactly. So, so hopefully that all changed. I'm going to see my first show in in June. I'm going to see a guy named Al He's an amazing guitar player. I don't know if you heard of him. But no, I haven't. A blue Note in in in, uh, in Manhattan, it's a famous jazz place, and uh, he's playing the week of my birthday. I'm like. The stars were aligned. <laughs> he he's such an amazing musician, and just—I'm going to be hopefully ten feet from him. So
2: that's amazing.
1: Yeah, so I can't. I'm looking forward to it. You know?
2: Yeah, those are the those little things. I, I always had this million dollar idea, and if anybody's listening, or even Anthony, if you want it, you can have it. Was was um, it was going to be called something like. Uh, I wanted to do i wanted to start a brand that was called fat fat Guy certified that I that you would measure how wide your ass is and how wide your hips are and then I would go to every venue and measure the seats uh-huh. and not only the depth of the seat like from from front to where your back sits on the seat but from the side to the side and if it's if it's like an office chair where it's holes on the side that you you can your hips can lay like lay out a little yeah. or if it's like a like an old school 1970s desk that's solid wood on the inside so then you know exactly how much room you have so can you sit comfortably do you have to one cheek it for the whole show you got to sit the angle yeah. so all of that was like this is, this is such a great idea, but the only confusion was going to be, how do we get these people to measure their hips
1: the right way? I, I'm laughing, and here's why. I was going to start something called Fat Guy Approved. Okay? <laughs> it's called Fat Guy Approved, and yeah. the reason why there's an excellent pizza place in New York, New York called Sal's, and they make the best Sicilian pizza, all right? So I got my two Sicilian slices and a regular, if I'm like And I went (laughs) to go sit down, and I couldn't fit in the booth. And I was so friggin' embarrassed. So I got up. I was like, I need to take this to go. And I I was so humiliated. I got out of there. And then I realized how many places, like around us, the pizza places are all those old 70s connected booths. Yeah. So I'm going to start a fat guy approved thing where, like, even like rides, like this yes. World and stuff, yes. You know, like listen. Here's my size. I wear yeah. this size shirt, this size pants, and my ass couldn't fit in the booth. And as a matter of fact, I got stuck because I thought I could fit in it. I ate dinner, I expanded, and then I had to put freaking mayonnaise on me to get me out of it. You know? <laughs> so, so I wanted, I wanted to do that so bad.
2: <laughs> but It's yeah. it really is a good idea because the booths are. It's really interesting. I never thought about it, but but. I I used to say this all the time, but when I used to walk into a room as a fat person, you look at the room differently. Mm-hmm. And you, you you know, the, my whole thing was like, if it was a couch, I can sit. If it was a chair, it depends on what it's made out of. If it's steel, I'm good. If it's one of those plastic bullshit beach chairs, like I'm out, I'm standing, I'm good. And you have to always constantly weigh this pro and con backyard barbecues, pool parties, all this shit, yeah. but You don't ever think about booths in a restaurant. I've had it before where it was almost a full circle booth with one little insert. And the insert was for the fucking server to come, get everyone's order, fuck off. And then when the food came, they came up, bellied up to the table and served everybody and fucked off. Mm -hmm. And I had to sit in the server's hole. You were blocking the whole fucking dinner. Every time something came, somebody had an order. Somebody was doing something. They had to. Someone had to get out to go to the bathroom. I had to get up. Someone had to go get back in. I had to get up. It was just. I just. It was so embarrassing. Yeah. But but when you go to a table and the the table's not bolted to the ground and you can push it out a little bit, and you're like,
1: oh my god, what a yeah. dream. You just got to hope you're not with one of your fat friends because then <laughs> you got to be on the same side as him and hope that your friends that you're with are friggin' skinny so you can jam them into the seat. Yeah, that's you know, right. On the other side. Unfortunately, yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. I, didn't, I didn't, don't even ever think about stuff like that uh, now anymore. Like I could fit in my wife's car, no problem. I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. I got on an airplane. I didn't need a seatbelt extender. That was really nice. That's awesome.
1: I can't wait for that day.
2: Yeah, a lot of these little like non-scale victories are like a, they were like a really big deal
1: for me. Yeah, well, That's cool. Yeah, that, I'm waiting for that. I, I always, uh, since I'd say about seven, ten, no, ten years ago, I've been carrying a, a seatbelt extender. You
2: know? Oh, you but just carry it with you.
1: I keep it with me. I, I am, I'm not going to be that guy asking. I did did it once and I I said, bitch, I'm scapping this. it's giant stop it i took that with me that's amazing you know there was one there was one work vehicle that i couldn't close get the belt around me yeah yeah i had to clip it behind me so i hear bing 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 bing.
0: oh that's right
1: you know you know so luckily that that's all gone and i could fit my wife's car and any car i get in now and 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 then, God forbid, you go to somebody's house and they have those couches that you sink down in. Oh, god! Down, put your ass cheeks on the floor. Then you can't get out of it. you just now you got to worry: am I going to blow a knee out or tear a ligament? <laughs> get out of the goddamn couch! You know, it's like all these skinny people—they just don't—they don't get it.
2: My sister, God bless her, she's got the worst chair in the history of chairs. The chair is at a forty-five degree oh. angle downward sitting back oh. so well, as soon as you sit in it you think oh i'm okay and then as soon as you let yourself go you are fucked yeah oh yeah forget it my yeah. dad loves sitting in that chair because that gives him every excuse not to get up oh. <laughs> he sits in and he goes i can't now i can't do anything oh, i'm so oh. sorry can you bring me a drink can you grab oh. me that snack can you get me nothing wrong with that <laughs> no but i mean you know it's a and it's funny because my sister knows it too and so she's like Oh, yeah, this chair sucks. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I wanted to get it. Pacheco told me not to. And Have you eaten? Are you What stage are you at right now? Are you on solid foods now? You're good?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm clear. Uh, I, I think um, my, my, my plan is this. Four ounces of protein first, period. Nothing yeah. else. Four ounces of protein and want to get around 20 grams, 20, between 20 and 30 grams each meal. That's the concern. Yeah. After that, three quarters of a cup of vegetables, whatever you can get in. I never get that for. So yeah. it's usually I'll have a few shrimp, you know, I'll have a a couple of pieces of chicken breast and and then I'm stuffed. I'm done. Yeah. You know. And then if I can, I'll push it to a couple of pieces of broccoli. Um, I was having a problem where if I got up too fast, I get lightheaded. Yeah, and it's called something. They told me what it was, so I thought I was getting uh, blood sugar dipping. Yeah. You know, dropping. That might have been it too, but it's called hypo. I can't think. I can't think of what it's called. But there's something when you get up and you just kind of get lightheaded and fizzy, the way I explain it. And so what I started doing, I started sucking on a Jolly Rancher, and oh. thinking that was it. It wasn't. <laughs> and
0: then,
1: so I stopped. I think it was a reason for me to have some kind of sugar. I, I don't know, which I'm not really a sweets guy. So I, I don't yeah, get right. down that route, but, um, but they told me to have a, a small, like, like a plum or something like that after, after I have my protein. So that's, that's really it. I mean, I cheat a lot. Like, I can tell yeah. you that. like I'll have mashed potatoes. I'll have... You know, my cheating now is not what it used
2: to be. Yeah, that's my it's point.
1: It's so weird. I can't. I can tell you this right now. Leafy vegetables, I can't touch. Like, we went. Me and me and Ryan, the guy I work with, we went to a meeting, and outside of the meeting was a Jamaican food truck. And I was like, "We got to get out of here," because I, <laughs> you know, of course, he puts the window down right when we're right by the truck and wafts in this beautiful jerk chicken smell, I back up. I'm like, we're eating this. So, right. so I get it, you know, and they make this great cabbage there. And I said, I got to try the cabbage. Old Anthony kicked in. Bam, bam, bam. Three spoonfuls.
0: Oh, no. We
1: were eating on top of my, uh, I, we have a Pathfinder. We were eating on top of Pathfinder hood. I had to run around to the back and throw yeah. up. Yeah. It was that quick. Boom. Right out. Gone. Okay, I'm done. And at like, what? what? I'm like, yeah, I'll save this. This will last me a year and a half. Yeah. So, just a you know, my dogs enjoyed it, you know, but uh, it's it's so weird, you know, but so cheating to me now is I'll have some mashed potatoes with my chicken or I'll have, um, you know, a french fry. Yeah. A french fry. Can you imagine? A French fries, like Jesus. I did make a mistake. People should know this. I don't know if you're gonna to need to edit this out, but no, no,
2: we keep it all in.
1: Yeah, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I should tell you this. I tried an egg McMuffin, you know, you I go. thought I was okay, and here's why. Let me explain. Let me, you're laughing <laughs> at me, but let me please explain what I meant. We did yeah. the top bun, we throw that out, we get rid of the English muffin top, all right. I technically can have half an English muffin with my meal. Yes, right, yeah. It's all safe there. Sure. Okay? There's an egg, right? Yeah. We got a little piece of, is that ham? I don't know what the hell that round thing is. Sure. We got (laughs) some fake cheese. Yeah. Okay? If I pop the egg down, have a little bit of the ham, see how it goes, I was doing good. Yeah. Until I finished it got to the job, I was at a meeting, and I coughed. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. I I know you have female listeners, and I I don't want to say what happened, but let me tell you, it didn't come up from the top. Oh, no. It slid right out. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's never happened to you?
2: Alright, I'll do Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for fifteen dollars a month and six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch.
0: Upfront payment of forty-five dollars equivalent to fifteen dollars per month. Unlimited over forty gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at four eighty P. Active Mint customers by five thirty-one twenty-four. Get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto
2: renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG. Uh I think it happened one one time I ate something. And it messed me up for like three days straight Oh wow. of j- because I didn't figure out <laughs> – I'm real Wait, stupid. Three really days straight? You ate a lot of – what did you do No, no, no. I'm real, real stupid in that – like, for example, we had like – I don't know. like, uh, So anytime I have a salad, I should just have a salad while sitting on the can because it just goes through <laughs> me like a freight train. I always make that joke about coconut water. Like, if you're having coconut water, you should do it while you're sitting on the john because it's just goes right through you. So salads help clear me out, but this thing was like we ate ice cream, and then I had peanut butter for breakfast, and we had some egg with cheese thing and pasta, small portions, but throughout the day, uh-huh. and then that night I got sick, but from, from not from the top, from the bottom. Yeah. So I had a bad I had a bad night. The next day, I woke up and I was like, okay, I'm feeling better. Okay, what do you think it was? I don't know. All right, well, let's, That's the let, let's try it again. Okay, let's do the breakfast thing. We do the breakfast thing. Are, are you feeling okay? I'm feeling okay. Let's have the salad thing, salad things. Are you feeling right? I'm feeling okay. Do the thing, do the thing. Everything is fine, fine, fine. All of a sudden, like 7 o'clock, clockwork, boom, yeah. hits. I got to run night-night. I'll see you tomorrow. So I go, have a bad night again. Third night, I'm like, okay, we're gonna isolate. No salad, no peanut butter, no ice cream, no dairy, nothing. We're gonna start with this thing. So I had it. It was okay. It was an okay the third time, but it was still like a little bad. It wasn't 100%. I wasn't where I was supposed to be. So then I just did the brat diet for two days. the The brat diet is when you have, uh, like, when you have the runs for a couple of days, you do. I think it's bananas, rice, applesauce, and toast, B-R-A-T. Those are the four things you can eat that will help you, and you drink like a lot of fluids. So those are things that your stomach can handle really well. So bananas, rice, applesauce, toast. So I had that for two days. It kind of recalibrated my whole system, and then I was fine after that. I still don't know what it was. Unfortunately, I didn't pay enough attention to figure that out. I didn't write it down anywhere. So I'm sure at some point in my future I'm gonna have that same situation and hopefully I'll be like, oh that's right and then I'll I'll
1: remember at that point. I'm trying to figure out what what did it in that sandwich for me. I think it was just because there's really not much to it. No. Which was weird. So I was I was shocked by the reaction that quick, I got to say, that was, yeah, you know what I mean. It was quick, and and I did have that problem. It's funny you say that because rice, for me, I'm not. I was told not to eat yet. So oh yeah, um, and stay away from lettuce. Um That's not a problem for me. Um, stay away <laughs> from uh, from cabbage. You know, which was they actually said that when um, St. Patrick's Day came through. Nice. Don't eat cabbage yet. You're not. You're not going to be able to handle it. I did. I ate cabbage. <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't able to handle it. It was great. <laughs> you know? uh, come on, man. You gotta have. You gotta have corned beef and cabbage on St. Patty's Day.
2: It's my favorite. God, right. It's my favorite thing about you is that there's always this really hard 90 degree turn that you make. That I you do it all the time. I never oh, see okay. it coming. You're like, so the doctor called me and told me I absolutely should not eat cabbage on St. Patrick's Day because I can't handle it, right? So then I'm having cabbage, and I'm like, what the fuck? (coughs) Who do you need? Who in your life do you need to come down from the heavens to tell you not to eat the cabbage? Let
1: me tell you something. (laughs) Okay, I know. That that picture right there, Ronald Reagan.
2: Ronald Reagan in front of the
1: flag of America. Trust but verify. Yes. I trust my doctor, but I need to test my doctor. Okay? That's the way we do
2: this. Yeah, but life isn't long enough to make all the mistakes yourself. you got to learn from other people.
1: pal. I'm not walking on a cliff with my eyes closed. You know what I'm saying? You know, I draw out a pair of underwear if I make a mistake.
2: Oh, my God. I love a good pal. Pal is – that's the New York in you real hard. Real hard.
1: You got to, you know, you have to test things out. Is all I can tell you.
2: <laughs> I think, pal, New York wise, pal is right before guy, guy. which is right before
1: buddy. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. I, Listen, I pal. I have a problem with guy. What's up, guy? You know, I, I used to hate when you, you're like walking along, along, and somebody says, "Hey, boss." You know. Like, oh yeah, I don't like boss. Come on now, please. You know, I'm like yeah. your boss. And if I was,
2: you'd be fired. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So the way I, I was going to tell you this. The, so I eat burgers every now and again. And uh, the way I eat my burgers now is the first bite I take as the chef intended. I yeah. I take the bite, the whole thing, whatever it is you want me to experience, I will. The second bite through whatever is left is no carbs. So then I remove the bun and then I'll have just whatever meat and veggies, if any, are in there. That's how I'll have it. So generally speaking, I'll have one bite of carb and then the rest of it is like whatever. Or I'll have like three, four French fries and then whatever the rest of the things are. But if you think about it, you can have potatoes. Why can't you have French fries? And the reason why, like, rice is so dangerous is because rice, if it's not cooked to its fullest form, expands further. So then you think you're full, and then it ends up stretching your pouch out.
1: Oh, okay. I didn't realize
2: that. Yeah. So that's the – yeah, that was the biggest thing. But
1: I tried a burger today. Um, with my wife just wanted to get out of the house. I've been very picky about going out. I've been yeah. careful. I don't like to – you know – Usually, a server sees a fat guy. You know they're going to finish their plate, and if they don't, something's wrong. So, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, meh. So we went to a place today, and it was like, a, you know, like a burger place. Uh, you know, like a, I don't want to say barbecue, but like an outdoor kind of place. Yeah. And I tried a burger today. I took the bun off, and I I could only get through about half the patty. Yeah, Which was crazy. I, I'm I can't handle red meat just yet. Still, it's still a very hard thing to do. Uh, and I was told, act we we'll go with this again. They said I should stay away from red meat.
2: Right. So then
1: you had a burger. A theory. We got to make sure. You
2: know? Yeah, so, of course.
1: <laughs> you know, let's test this shit out. So, but yeah, but I do really good. I love oysters and I, I shuck myself, and and I can pop off about six or seven of those bad boys before I'm done. You know, I'll put a little horseradish on there, a little yeah. uh, cocktail sauce, a little lemon, and I can. That's that was my go-to dinner, like last month. Yeah, I was pounding oysters like it was nothing,
2: which is good because it's a lean protein too, and it's and it's easy to to digest overall.
1: Yeah, and it was you know it, it was I was finding that if I made chicken, it was rough. Sometimes you get those foamies, I call it. Yeah, you
2: get that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Right up in yeah. the chest and they kind of, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's like you take a bite. It's here. You take a bite. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> your third bite, it's like... It's yeah, coming
2: it's out. coming right up. Yeah, it's grabbing at your little tonsils yeah. over there trying to yeah, come,
1: get itself up. Here I come. But uh, so, yes, yeah, I mean, everything, this process, I, I should have, I hate saying this because we've heard this 2,000 times I should have done this sooner. Sure. You know, but I really should have. I should have did this 10, 10 years ago. You know?
2: I am so thankful for everything in my life. And, of course, two things I wish I would have done sooner is get married to Michelle, of course. Not just get married. To her. If I would have met her sooner. And the surgery. But I was, I was fortunate enough to have dated this girl that told me one time when I was bitching and moaning about not having my degree yet. And she and she said, how much time do you have left to get your degree? I said, a, a semester and a half. So like a year and a half. Or, or a, Yeah, it was like a year and a half. And she said, listen to me, this year and a half is going to go by whether you get your degree or not. So I'm not telling you to get it. I'm not telling you not to get it. What I'm telling you is a year and a half from this point, you can no longer complain about not having your degree. That's my rule. And I was like, cool. I mean, that relationship didn't work out, obviously. But it it sparked something inside of me that you can't bitch about a thing longer than it would have taken you to fix that thing. To
1: actually do it, yeah, and get it done. Yeah, that's a good way of looking at it.
2: it really you complain about not having enough gas and you're like, oh, I haven't filled my car tank up with gas. I haven't filled my car. Three days? Mm-hmm. If you went and did it the first day, you'd shut the fuck up for the last two days, right?
1: Yeah, yeah absolutely.
2: Ugh,
1: procrastination. You know, it's terrible. It's It's, you know what though. There's so much fear in doing this. You know, you know. My biggest thing was I was an emotional leader, like a very, you know, I couldn't. I had no willpower, and I ate like an absolute fiend. You know. Yeah. I was worried, okay, so you cut my stomach out. How are you going to stop my head from telling, my, you, know, <laughs> you know, I got to eat, right? I have yeah. to eat And no urges, no. I've had a lot of stress in the last few months, I got to say, with work and, you know, having a baby at 48 years old isn't easy. You know, I don't yeah. think it was written that way. <laughs> you know what I mean? For a guy my age to have a baby. But thank God for him. I mean, it's awesome. It's he—he kind of boosted me in this direction, helped me. And um, it, it's—it's—that's it, what I was saying before. It's a strange, it's a strange process, right? I was yeah. going through clothes to find because everybody's making fun of me because it looks like I'm wearing <laughs> a, a friggin' tablecloth. I mean, <laughs> that's right. Just, can you see this? It's oh little, yeah. It's like every my pants were like bell bottoms.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're drowning in that shirt.
1: Yeah, I mean, and I don't want to take it off. I don't want to. I mean, I'll take it off tonight when I go to bed. But you know what I mean. I, I want to wear this size shirt because I just got some kind of safety in it. I don't know. I just went down to a size 46 pants, and like I just couldn't believe it. I can't remember the last time I was in 46 pants. Yeah. Now, some people are saying, "Wow, 46, fat guy." Calm down, <laughs> you know. But you know, I, I, I yeah, but I'm that's the what
2: that's the difference between like one, like one of my biggest non-scale victories was being able to walk into like a Ross or a Marshall's or a TJ Maxx and buy clothes off of their racks. Instead of going to the fat guy store and paying double the price for a fucking five X.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I always made a joke about going to big and tall, you know, saying, you know, I got to go, you know, I, I can't go to a regular, you know, whatever store. I don't know. I, I don't shop anyway. I'm terrible at it. but uh, I'm very impatient. You know, I go, I look at the color shirt I want and I go all the way to the right because that's where the, yeah, that's the right are. Oh, too small, too small, too small. Okay, I don't want that shirt. How about this? One? <laughs> you know, that's, that's, that's how I shop. and my wife yeah. would be like, what the fuck are you doing?
2: I'm like, this is how
1: I got to shop. And then the jeans, dude.
0: Oh, yeah. Why
1: did I put all the fat guy jeans on the bottom? I'm bending down for my 48s, (laughs) and I'm like faint. I'm like they try to put. put, If you work at a department store, please take the 48s and put them up at like chest level for pricing. You know, it's like, what are you? Come on, you know. And I I can't wait until I can do that. I I, I don't know. I mean, 48s. I think I got a little bit more to go. 46. I'm in now, so I think I got to get down to like 42. Before I can go to like the stores you're shopping in, you
2: know, I'm not there yet. It was, I mean, I just went the other day and I literally went to go return some stuff from Amazon and I went, I walked in there and they gave me, it was Kohl's and they gave me like, Oh yeah, $5 Kohl's cash. And I was like, I'll pick up a shirt. hundred dollars later, I got, you know, two shirts and a pair of slacks, but you know something? I found a pair of slacks. I think they were like forties. and. Nineteen or twenty—I don't know what the inseam was, but it was like the perfect inseam. It was a 29 40 29 No tailoring, nothing needed. And I got two two X shirts, fun, long enough. That's always my whole thing: is can you surrender? Can you lift your arms all the way up above your head and not show any belly? That's what I call surrendering. If you could surrender, not like not like your hands are by your ears, yeah, yeah. all the way. Put your hands up. If you could put your hands all the way up, if you could surrender and not show your belly, that's the right shirt for you.
1: There you go. That's that's what I tell my daughters to. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um. Yeah, you know, when you when you were at your heaviest, what was your what was your pant like jean size? Like, I don't even know, man.
2: I have no clue. I don't know what I was. You know, I was like I don't know shirt size, pants size, just whatever. I was so upset about everything. I remember I lost my ever-loving shit at a, at a funeral of the girl I was dating's grandmother had passed. And we went to go to her funeral in Spokane, Washington. And my pants ripped before, like a day before the funeral. And I lost, I went ballistic. And I was like, the fucking next time I'm going to wear, I'm going to buy a suit three times bigger than what it should be because I'm going to grow into that. And every fucking time I buy a suit too tight, I'm not comfortable. I'm this, I'm that. I mean, I just never looked at size. It was always about comfort. And I tell everybody now and they're like, oh, does does it fit? I go, I'm comfortable. That's the number one. I'm comfortable. After that, it's, you know, numbers are numbers, whatever.
1: Yeah, no, I I had the same pair of dress pants that I, I don't know how I fit in it, man. I was having like going to weddings, dude. I would be like, I can't bend, I can't move. Yeah, I'd yeah. Have to pull these pants up and and I pop the button on them. Five years before, I sewed them together, man. Like I needed the jaws of life to get me out of these pants, and I'd have I look like what is it, Jupiter with the with the yeah yeah, that's right. Yeah. I had the, around my stomach. There was like this <laughs> indent when I take them off for like a week. Like, I think I damaged myself. <laughs> this wedding, Jesus, the food was good, you know. But that's that's kind of like now those pants don't go on. You know, I'm like they—they're they, too loose. Like I'll pull them. Yeah. Up. I tried to wear them because we had to go someplace, and I was like, I had to take them off, put a belt on them, yeah. tighten the belt, slide them up, and then tighten the belt more. You know, I, mean?
0: <laughs>
1: I was like, wow, this is that was right when you we texted each other and with the picture and stuff. Yeah. And that's when I was like, wow, okay, something's something's happening. You know? <laughs> something's happening. Something's happening. Hundred pounds like, oh,
2: down. Geez. Something's happening.
1: But, but you know what I'm saying, man. It's it's like it's it's hard to it's hard to see it in yourself sometimes. It is. You
2: know? It it's, is.
1: Yeah. It really took me trying to find a picture to send to you. Yeah. That I a wasn't too embarrassed in. <laughs> make sure nothing was shown that shouldn't be shown. You know what yeah. I mean. And then I was like, oh, oh. Oh wait a minute, look at this, because I wasn't looking at the pictures. Yeah, yeah. You know, as a fact I I didn't look yeah. in mirrors. That's right. You know, if if I'm walking on the street and there is like a mirror or like the there's a they clean the windows that yeah. day reflection, I don't want to see what Big Tony looks like, you know what yeah. I
0: mean?
1: And so like I, I really didn't look at myself, you know, too often. So yeah. seeing that picture of the way you did the side by side, I was like, oh snap. Yeah, I did lose weight, you know?
2: I started doing that every three months where I would just snap a photo and then i put them next to each other and then snap a photo. And then what I did was I did this progression photo of, like, five or six of them back-to-back all next to each other. And then I did the most extreme one, which was I did the one and then I did the other one that was, like, almost a year after just before my surgery. So almost a year apart and then that was like jesus christ i mean you like you sent me that one yeah right. i sent it to everybody I, I mean i we go to work functions and shit and the, the thing is we haven't been in the office in like a year right or two years wow. or i don't know how long it's been now wow so they're probably like wow but when they see me the people that have worked there before when i when we all were in the office know me as 400 pound Nima. When they see me now as 250, they're like, Jesus Christ, the new people that have only ever known me like this, they're like, oh, that fat guy, Nima. And they're like, you have no idea what fat Nima look like. So then when I see them, I go, oh, hey, like one of the girls is like, she does, I don't know what she does, but I, I, I was talking to a bunch of these guys that are copywriters and this and that. And I was like, come over here and check this out. And she was like, can I see? And I was like, yeah, you can see if you want to, but. It's me and my boxers. And she's like, oh, I'm cool. It's like swim trunks, right? I'm like, it's just like swim trunks. So I showed her, I go, this is me before the surgery, 4'10". This is me after now at like 255 or 60 or whatever I was on that day. I go, this is why when people see me and you, you see someone go, Jesus, Nima, you look amazing. And you're like, does he? This is what they're comparing me to is the fucking Michelin man. Yeah. is the stay puff marshmallow man like that's who i used to look like so don't you know you look at me and you're like i don't know man <laughs> you could lose like 50 pounds and be all right
1: yeah you know it's funny because well the good comparison is you went from a supersize down to a happy meal
2: that's right i like that
1: you know i mean <laughs> you know a couple of my friends saw me like when i just recently and they were like how much weight did you lose i'm like hundred and something they're like Holy shit. I was going to say 200. I'm like, well, fuck you. Thank you very much. Yeah. "Yeah, You know, I don't have that much to lose. It's just 150.
2: (laughs) Some, some lady was talking on her podcast about she lost. I think she said she lost like 40 pounds and her dog weighed 40 pounds. So then she picked up her dog and like walked around the block with her dog and was like, Jesus fucking Christ, I was carrying this thing around this whole time. Yeah. I kinda wanna go and find like a hundred and sixty pounds worth of something, put it on my shoulder and go walk a block. Watch
1: your knees fly. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'll tell you what what I've been do what I was doing through the winter was I, I have a pellet stove in the front of my house. So I would carry the pellets were 40 pound bags. Yeah. Now, at the point where I was doing this, I was down 80 pounds. So I grabbed two bags, one on each shoulder. Yeah. And I walked into tried to walk into the house with it. Yeah. I could not believe how much weight I was carrying. Yeah. And, and I can't say I was functioning, but functioning. Just walk. Now I see why walking into my house was such a chore, and yeah, I couldn't even imagine walking up a flight of stairs with. A hundred. I am I, I, going to try this now. I'm going to wait till I get to 120, right? Because 40, 40,
2: yeah,
1: and 40 and 120, yeah. right? You got it. You got the. You're the numbers guy. You got there, yeah. Thanks. See how I roll. I'm good. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going to see. I betcha I couldn't even lift it. I betcha I couldn't even lift it. Yeah. You know, I mean, what that's. You think? If you're going to try and pick up 160 something pounds? How are you going
2: to I don't know. I might have to like fireman carry
1: somebody that weighs 160 pounds. I, I, I want to do this. We should do this at the same time. But what are they? The work? The w- workout belts? Oh yeah. Hang belt. Hang weights on
2: it. Yeah, that's right.
1: Dude, man, let's let's not do that. It's just,
2: you know you what's funny? I, I used to uh, scuba dive a lot, and uh, I loved it, wow. but. As a fat person, first of all, the belt is really difficult to put on. And then you put weights in your belt. And there was a guy that was fatter than me at that time. And he was a dive master. He was an instructor. And he had, I guess the closest thing you could say was like almost like a vest. And his vest had weights in it that he had a quick release button that if he like pulled these two levers, all the weights would drop and then he could float to the top. Yeah. But he always had to add more weight, and I was—I asked him one time. I said, "I go because it's something like 50, like fifteen percent of your body weight you're supposed to add as weight to yourself because that's how much buoyancy you have or whatever." So I was like, "Okay, so if I'm two hundred pounds and I got to add fifteen percent, that's thirty pounds I got to add to my belt." You're four hundred pounds, so you got to add fifteen percent of that, which is sixty pounds. And he's like, "Yeah, but I add eighty pounds." And I said, "Why?" And he goes, "Cause I'm more fat than you are, and because fat floats and muscles dense and sinks, yeah. I have more buoyancy than you do. So I have to have even more weight. So that was my biggest struggle scuba diving when I was younger. Was even though I was I weighed less, I had way more fat than I do now. Yeah. So I wonder if I were to go and scuba dive now if i wouldn't have to have as much weight on yeah probably not i mean that's such a dream to think that even that is easier even that is better
1: yeah. wow i never i've never scuba dived in my life
0: <laughs> and i
1: can guarantee you the same fear of walking in the woods yeah with me going underwater I just for the record i like to state that
2: yeah I could imagine though, because the water is basically the wet woods, right? It's just like
1: it's where all the all the animals that can it's kill you wet. live. Uh, all I need is a swordfish coming and you know making a sister bob out of me. Yeah, you know, a kebab. But um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to be scuba diving anytime soon. Are you? Uh, are you? You
2: are you having any like fizzy drinks? Any? Uh, I know you're not a sweet guy, but are you having like beers or anything?
1: The other night, my daughter brought in, what's that, what's it called, Gerald? I don't know what it's called. The cherry juice that you put in the drinks. Oh, grenadine? Grenadine, thank you.
2: Yeah.
1: Grenadine, I used to love grenadine into Pepsi to make it like. Oh, yeah,
2: cherry cherry Coke, Coke,
1: yeah. Coke, whatever. So I was like, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I got a little, you know, orange juice glass, you know, little shot glasses, and I'm like, "I'm, I'm cracking this. That's the first time I had carbonation. Boy, I, yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> Again, doctors said, don't, don't do carbonation. So let me tell you it was delicious. Yeah. It hurt like a – my. it didn't hurt. I shouldn't say that. It My stomach made weird noises for about 45 minutes. Oh, no. It was like <sighs> – I thought I broke something. I was like, <laughs> What's going on in there, you know? <laughs> But, yeah, no, it wasn't bad. I mean, this I'll tell you one thing, though. The sugar, the sweetness got me pretty bad. Oh, yeah. Like, it was like, I felt very, I don't know the word, but it was like, that oh. Yeah. So I, I was done with that. that. I was done with that investigation. I won't be doing that again. But no pain. I know some people said they have carbonation and there's pain. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was discomfort. It was like weird gassiness, I guess.
2: But you don't have, like, your taste buds haven't changed or anything. You still taste everything the same.
1: Nah. Uh, I used to love mayonnaise.
2: Yeah.
1: Now it's weird. It's like a, I thought, I threw a thing of mayonnaise out. My wife was like, I just bought that. I was like, why? I taste it. I was like, taste that. Does that taste normal to you? She's like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know. And then I started reading, like, people's tastes have changed. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny, is I say I'm not a sweets guy, but I've been craving chocolate.
0: Oh. So
1: I've been having um, a dark chocolate, uh, just a little piece of dark chocolate every once
0: in a while. Oh, I love it. But
1: that's it. The yeah. Sweets, yeah. I've been hitting the provolone, I've been hitting.
2: You know what killed me was that was the cheese because for me, my taste buds started getting becoming more sensitive to the fat. And yeah. so provolone and mozzarella have a lot of fat in them. Yeah. So they tasted fattier. So I could yeah. taste more of the, the thickness of the cheese. Yeah. And, and I didn't like it.
1: Yeah. I have a local guy that makes homemade mozzarella, and I love it. Salted mozzarella, forget about it, man. I, really <laughs> balls. I, was, I was a two-ball mozzarella guy on Saturdays, easily and uh, I, I stayed clear of my Italian delis there's two in my town I think I put them out of business but I stayed clear <laughs> of them and and I, I gave in and I went to one to get some Michel and some uh, what else did I get Probably. Yeah, I think it was after I listened to your podcast and you mentioned everything that, yeah. that I would be eating and, and I'm staying away from like yeah I need to try that again so I tried a little piece The provolone was great, but the mozzarella was hard to. It was process. It was a weird taste in your mouth. Yeah, I wonder
2: if a chicken parm would taste the same for you now. I'll let you know. Because that tomato sauce is gonna. There's so many things.
1: I've been making tomato sauce like crazy. That was been my vegetable. Like I make, we make our own sauce, and I was.
2: What part of that is vegetable, by
1: the way? Tomato.
2: Tomatoes are fruit, my friend.
1: Well, I need to have a fruit too, pal. You're right. I don't know. I always thought tomatoes <laughs> like a vegetable. Uh, excuse me, Nima, did I mention I'm o i am I was over four hundred pounds? What the hell do I know what a vegetable is? Yeah, right. What do you know a what vegetable a vegetable is? is potato chip. Okay. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's right. a vegetable. Sorry. <laughs> vegetable, zucchini. You want some zucchini sticks? Okay, I'll try that. The deep fried ones, you
2: know. God, somebody somebody said something about do you want to eat, like, seven to ten string cheeses? And you're like, no, of course not. Like, what if I deep fried them and then I dipped them in, like, bread and then I deep fried them again? Then would you eat them? You're like, and with some marinara sauce? You're like, oh, that's right. That's what fucking cheese sticks
1: are. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, sign me up, please. You yeah. know?
2: I, no, I gotta tell, I'm gonna let you go, I promise. And I know this is already getting so long and everything, but you mentioned the tomato sauce and I gotta tell you how I make my tomato sauce. So I use tomato paste, one can, and then I use the peeled tomatoes whole that I kind of chop up and then cilantro, salt, pepper, and yeah, so dried cilantro. Oh, oregano, oregano. Sorry, not cilantro. Sorry, wrong country. Wrong country. (laughs) Yeah, oregano, parsley, salt, pepper, a little bit of olive oil, red pepper flakes, a little bit of red wine, and then because of the godfather, a spoonful of sugar.
1: (laughs) I don't do the sugar, but what I do, the onions first, garlic second, olive oil, a little tomato paste, um, and then dried. Parsley, dried basil goes in at that point. And then it depends if I have nice tomatoes. I'll cut them up, throw them in there, you know, for the fruit or vegetable. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, or canned tomatoes. Yeah. The uh, San Marzano tomatoes. The stewed ones or the regular ones? Just the regular whole canned San Marzano uh, tomatoes. That's how my mother and my grandmother always made it with the can. Yeah, But I've been trying to do – it's a hit or miss depending on how long you cook the fresh tomatoes for, man. And I, I can't wait usually. Yeah,
0: Once yeah. Once that
1: smell hits my nose, I'm just like, I'm in. I'm, I'm going to have burnt tongue
2: and <laughs>
1: burnt top of my mouth for a day and a half at least.
2: You putting a little red wine in there, a little cab maybe? I,
1: sometimes it depends. I mean, I, I, I my again, my mother never did it, so I never really worked that way. But like, if you're gonna make brujol, you gotta get some red wine in there. You know, I don't know what brujol really, is. Brujol is like a really banged out piece of meat that's wrapped in parsley and garlic and cheese. Cheese. Cool Italians put <laughs> the pine nuts in there. I don't do that. And egg? I it. No, thank you. <laughs> but I put, the, you know, I just wrap the brujol up. You drop it in there. I mean, you're supposed to put, you know, the sausage, the you know a pork chop if you want. You know, I don't do all that. I'm, I'm trying to be I'm trying to be healthy. You know? Yeah, yeah, of course,
2: of course. And you're a yeah. you are a bell pepper guy too, right?
1: Uh not much. Only roasted peppers.
2: See, I don't. It's the only vegetable I don't like, and I wish to God I liked it because it's in every fucking country's dish. Has some bell pepper or another stuff it with something put it in a, in a stew, do a thing with
1: it. Nah. Like the red ones like used to mess my stomach up. But yeah. The only way I love them, I, I love them is roasted and marinated. You know, roasted peppers, red peppers, yeah. slice them up, get a little fresh mozzarella, a little basil. We just <laughs> turned into a cooking show. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. But all stuff we can't eat anymore. Yay! Go team. Well, no.
2: I'm, I, I mean, I told you... You know okay. you're you're going to be able to eat it, just not the way that you used to eat it. That's and that's perfectly fine. Oh. I deal with that. But those sandwiches, though, right? Back in the day, Prosciutto, Bocadillo,
1: <laughs> hero bread, oil and vinegar, a little
2: Gabagool,
1: a Gabagool, <laughs>
2: prosciutto. A little Prosciutto. I don't know what it is with you, New York Italians. But for some reason, y'all leave out that vowel at the end of everything. I got a little mozzarella, a little prosciutto.
1: Mozzarella. No, it's funny because every, you know, all these people, you know, they, they think they're Italian and they're like, you know, you know, ganoli, you know, <laughs> you know cal- galamad. I'm like, ma, what the hell? It says calamari. That's not how it's pronounced. I'm like, all right, all right galamad it is, <laughs> whatever, you know. You know, and then I always married Irish girls, so mozzarella and everything. Oh boy! My first wife was like, "What's prosciutto?" I'm like, well,
2: "No, no thank you."
1: Prostitute? What are you talking about? <laughs> He's like, "What's that sandwich you you ordered?" A number of blah blah blah. I was like, "That's prosciutto." That's not how you spell prosciutto. Is there a vegan prosciutto? I'm like, a, whatever it is I'm eating.
2: By the way, that's the one. God bless everything Italian. That's the one meat that has withstood the test of my surgery is prosciutto. I have been able to have those little wrapped prosciutto in the with the mozzarella. Yeah. Oh my god.
1: Well, listen, I cannot stand string cheese. <laughs> I can't take so when that prosciutto is wrapped around yeah, yeah. That, whatever that – like
0: You unwrap is, it. The cheese the, yeah. that, the
1: dogs eat that and I eat the <laughs> like, What the hell is this fucking
2: – This is the <laughs> best.
1: It's like, what do I do with this? Your thing?
2: dogs are like, oh, thank God. Dad got that shitty one that he doesn't like that we get to eat the white stuff yeah. of.
1: Yeah.
2: I love That's it. Good,
1: good stuff.
2: Listen, man. Thank you so much for doing this update. Um, everybody was has been saying so many nice things about you. Everybody I talked to is like, "I love all your episodes and everything." How's Anthony? And I'm like, "I don't fuck. <laughs> we don't live together. I don't talk to him on a regular basis." But he's all right. Don't worry about Anthony. Flying
1: off the edge. Anthony's all right. Anthony's gonna be all right. Anthony is confused as shit as to how this is still working. That's what Anthony is. You know. That's all it is.
2: I mean, I'll tell you something your doctors probably don't want to tell you is that you probably got another two to three months of just cruise control and losing right. weight just by accident.
0: Yeah, yeah. And
2: then it's yeah, gonna that. slow down. But you're gonna stall too.
1: I'm sure you've already stalled once yeah. or twice. It's funny because when you stall, which I'm in a stall right now, yeah then my belt goes down my then then it's like you're in a stall but your body is readjusting.
2: That's right. And yeah. It's
1: so friggin' weird. Yes. Yeah. Like, it's so strange.
2: But then, if you get if you get stuck in that weigh yourself every day mode, and you're checking the numbers, you're not doing that.
1: I weigh myself every morning.
2: Oh, you do every day.
1: Yeah, and I shouldn't be.
2: No, I Did switch you? to once a week. Did you? Yeah, I do it now on Mondays.
1: I I just feel I don't feel complete until I jump <laughs> on that scale and see where the hell I am. You know what yeah. I mean? I have to do it. I mean it not. In the beginning, when I was losing like a couple pounds a day, I was like weighing myself in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Night. That's right. right. I lost. How did I lose a pound and a half? Yeah. In ten hours, I'm like, what the hell? It's amazing.
2: It's It's like a magic trick.
1: It's so cool, man. Yeah. Really, it's for me and for you. Obviously, this this is a lifesaver. Yeah.
2: Absolutely.
1: Yeah. No complaints whatsoever. No That's complaints awesome. And that I should have done two. That's the only complaint. <laughs> well, listen, man.
2: Thank you so much for sharing everything. Let's do another update in in like three months, and and uh, then you'll be, you know, in a in a in even a better place.
1: Yeah. Make sure you go to Abbey Road and take a picture, man. I, I am
2: gonna. Know. I can't wait. That's gonna be the ne- the next episode is gonna be the Europe update, which is gonna be England and Ireland. So that'll be really
1: awesome. fun. Awesome. That's awesome. You enjoy that. Uh, that's one thing. I, I don't have a big bucket list, but that's something I got on there. I, I got to get to Abbey Road. And I'm a Beatle fan. so
2: Yeah, I have. A, I kind of have an idea of how I'm going to... Remember how I did that split screen with your photo? Uh-huh. I'm going to try to do all four of them myself and then do a four-way split screen of, of Abbey Road with just me. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, we'll see if that works I didn't out.
0: see that. That's, cool. that's awesome.
2: <laughs> All right, man. Well, it was great talking to you. Have a good one, man. Thank you so much. Again, this has been so much fun. We got to talk more often.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'll talk to you soon. Enjoy your trip. Bye, buddy. Bye.
2: That was the wonderful experience of interviewing Anthony Durante all over again. He's wonderful. He's amazing. He's brilliant. We had the best time. I hope you had the best time. As always, I appreciate you all for listening. Thank you for being here. And let's stay tuned for next month's episode. This, uh, this month was the, the, obviously the Anthony update. Next month will be England and Ireland, the, the European update. So we'll have that for you, me and the lovely Michelle. And, uh, yeah. So just enjoy your time. Be well and we'll talk soon. All right. Okay. Talk to y'all next month. Love you. Bye.
1: Thanks for listening to the My Gastric Sleeve Podcast. If you liked what you heard, subscribe. Give us a five-star review and share it with a friend. Please follow us on all social media at My Gastric Sleeve Podcast or let us know what you think at MyGastricSleevePodcast.com.